Welcome to the Connor Andrew Show Podcast. Hello. Hey, is this Chris? It is Gardner. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. You, you're a mental giant. <laughs> this is, I, this is maybe the smartest thing I've read all, and it's not even nine o'clock yet. Well, that's a good start of the day. Then it's better than my start yesterday. Yeah. Well, Bryce and I, we were talking about the guy, the the guy who launched himself in a rocket, a homemade rocket. So he and he went 350 miles per hour. I don't know how high he got. But he came crashing down to earth again. He didn't, like, he hurt his back. It wasn't a complete wreck. But he could have accomplished the same thing by going up in a a commercial jet and taking pictures that way. He didn't need to build a rocket. You think the guy that was building the rocket to fly him into the air is probably not allowed on the airlines anymore? Maybe. That's what we're not. (laughs) Well, I think the flat earth guy, though, I think he builds his own rockets, if I'm not mistaken. Then we should hire him. Yeah, but you had a great idea. Your idea, Chris? Was that we should have uh, the people that make the Amazing Race make the Amazing Race Flat Earthers, and all those people can do the little contest and run around till they find the, flat, the end of the Earth. Yeah, and then you'll, they know, win. you'll know when the show is over when you hear, ah! Yeah, I'm just hoping they get to the point, whether it's, you know, a border in Australia or Canada or the U.S., and they're like, hey, guys, here's a bunch of rowboats. Yeah, I'm so not... until you feel, we're close, right? You look at the map, you're close. Just just head on out into the water and we'll have a camera behind you kind of thing and we'll wait to see you fall off. <laughs> okay. What is it, what's in it for people? Like, why do they feel the need to prove, and I'm not saying it is because the earth is a, a sphere. I have no doubt that the earth is spherical. But why are there certain people that need to prove that it's flat? I couldn't tell you. Just so they can say, I was right, I told you so? And just to say something stupid that maybe somebody else will believe in, and clearly there are other stupid people that believe in. <laughs> Ooh, those are Chris's words, not mine. Yeah, so those are definitely my words. <laughs> direct your hatred towards Chris. Okay, Chris, you have a great day today. I appreciate this. You as well, Gardner. Keep Bye. using that great big brain. I'll try. <laughs> Amazing Race Flat Earther Edition. I would actually watch that. I think that'd be wildly entertaining. Garner! Oh, hey, Garner. It's Sheila. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, Sheila. Are you? Are you like 11 today? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, like, I literally just turned into the radio station because I'm on my way to work, and I was uh, listening to that thing about um, reruns and whatnot, or, like, remakes of old movies and so forth. Yeah, I was just saying, there's nothing new anymore. There's no new movies. There's no new TV shows. Everything's just a reboot of something that we nobody was asking for. <laughs> That's true. I don't disagree. Well, I don't disagree with the latter part. Like, and I'm not averse to a good remake. The problem is, you never know if it's going to be good or not, right? So you like, you're like, oh, I really love that movie. There's a remake. Woo, party times. And then you go and it's terrible, and you're like, yeah. Well, I, the, I what reminded what prompted me to phone in because I have no doubt you are like desperate for. Um, some televisual uh, suggestions from me. Oh, um, yeah. Because <laughs> you mentioned that you really like the Mick and AP Bio, both of which I think are totes hilarious. Yeah. Um, totes but you know, hilarious. have you watched uh, The Good Place on Netflix? No, I have not. OMG, it is soups funny. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. 
first of all, how old are you? I, <laughs> I'm, I'm turning 42 next month. And you, you say, OMG, soup's funny? Hey, don't judge. I'm a- Hang on, hang on. Uh, I find it hard to take that seriously when somebody says totes hilaire and OMG soup's funny. Soup's funny. Yeah. That's a pretty good way to describe things. I think I'll incorporate that into my everyday vocabulary. Well, then how about you don't ever come back into this room again, okay? <laughs> but what if something is soup's funny and you need to put your peepers it, on it? Oh, my God. It'll never be soup's funny. It'll always be soup's funny. Okay. Super dupes funny. We got onto this topic because Roseanne is back tonight. Bryce, have you set your PVR? No, I do not find Roseanne to be soups funny at all. You're not even remotely curious? Not even a bit. Okay. Not even the tiniest of bits. I didn't really watch it back in the day. So maybe I'm not qualified to comment on the triumphant return of Roseanne because I wasn't a fan back in the day and only because I didn't watch it. But I feel like back in the 90s, even back then when the show was on, I recognized her furniture in her house as being grotesquely ugly. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say a little too close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Even back then, I was like, ugh, that couch. Was that before you started watching so much? Like, people don't know this about you, and I'm not kidding here. You watch way more HGTV than yeah, most people do. I do. It's on all day at your house, right? It is. It's my fireplace channel. It's either that or hockey. That's pretty much it. Wow. That's range. That's my life. So when you were like a 10-year-old Bryce Kelly, you had an eye for interior design back then? I did, but I didn't even know it. I was oh. just ahead of the curve. Yeah. So you, when you watched Roseanne, you were like identifying, you knew that that wasn't nice furniture, but you didn't really understand what was nice furniture back then? Yeah, I just felt it deep down inside. I knew the furniture was ugly and the layout was wonky. Really? No feng shui or what? No. Did you see the size of that kitchen? Uh Uh-huh. It just seemed like a lot of useless space in that house. I I wish I could remember what her house looks like. Now I'm going to have to watch tonight and see if it's the same house or if they've upgraded. I wonder if it is the same house. That that does make me curious. Bryce Kelly, now I'm going to watch. Uh, Bryce, you have sonic weather? Sure, yeah. We are obviously seeing some snow right now. Well, that will continue throughout the morning. We could see a couple centimeters by the time it's all said and done. Uh, it'll clear up a bit this afternoon, but there will be a chance of some flurries and or some showers starting tonight. High getting up to plus four today. Currently, minus six. Sonic weather is for Scotiabank. Earn $250 in Scotia reward points for travel with the new Scotiabank Passport Visa Infinite Card. Visit scotiabank.com slash passportinfinite for more details. How about the color palette in Roseanne's house? Where, did the colors pop? No, they, I just remember there being a lot of browns. Oh. Who puts, like, way, way, way too ugly. Take, I'll take the Property Brothers any day. Okay. Uh, what are we doing here? I don't know. How I got a lot of feelings. You sure do. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner! Hey, you were talking about paranoid parents? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, my mother, she's got a whole host of them, but one of the more entertaining ones was I was going on a trip with my cousins to Europe, and she advised us never to get on a boat because we will be human trafficked. Any boat. So, I we didn't tell her that we went on to boats. Did you get human trafficked? Weirdly not. I don't know how to feel about I guess if you're sending your kids off to Europe, it would be scary as a parent, but at the same time, scary things can happen anywhere, not just on boats. 
Yeah. And and we were in our like mid twenties at this point, late twenties, so we also weren't a bunch of kids that might be prone to make worse decisions. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you hear Bryce talking about his mom always putting a cup of water in the microwave? What is that? I have no idea. I've never heard of that. Okay. When, anytime they'd leave the house to go on vacation, she'd always leave a cup of water in the microwave. I think it's probably out of fear that the microwave is going to just start up and cook itself. But if there's water in it, it's fine. Which is something else I've never heard that you can't, like, you shouldn't run a microwave with nothing in it. That's news to me. Well, no, I don't think you're supposed to. Thank you. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, Speaking of microwaves, this one just in Garner. Paranoid parents, I'm 39 years old, have never owned a microwave. My parents refused to get one when I was a kid saying that they were dangerous. When I went out on my own, I just followed in their no microwave footsteps. I'm pretty sure that they're safe, but I just can't bring myself to get one. My parents' paranoia has scarred me for life. Ha ha. My question for you is... uh, How do you eat in a hurry when you don't have a microwave? It's like you have to put stuff in your oven, a piece of tinfoil over top of it, and warm it the old-fashioned way by standing around and tapping your foot and checking your watch and staring through that little oven window that for some reason never works. Like, you can never actually see through that oven window. Please explain. I have so many questions. Garner? I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. Well, if you want to win the Sonic Rock Door money before the Sonic Rock Door takes the long Easter weekend off, I guess you better be here tomorrow morning. This is the one right here. It's worth $862. You can hear the clip again right now if you go to sonic1029.com. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 820 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner! We're going to talk about how paranoid your parents were or are. This stems from a conversation in my office the other day with Sonic Program Director Sherry Drew, who was talking to her mom on, her, on the phone and... Sherry needed her mom's credit card number for something. I don't know the details. But her mom was like, okay, I'll tell you the first half on the phone, and then I'll text you the rest in case people are listening. I thought, well, that's kind of funny, actually. And then I thought, there must be more. There must be more. And Sherry went on to tell me a few more stories about her mom. And then I've tossed this topic out to you this morning, and you've come back to me with things like, Garn, My parents live on a farm and have been stockpiling gasoline. My dad actually built a false wall in the back of one of the outbuildings. The most amazing part of this story is that he used reclaimed barn wood from one of his other buildings to build the false wall, and you would have no idea it's there, and he just built it last summer. I don't know how much gas he has back there, but I'm afraid to go in that barn, Jesse. Okay. How long does gasoline last for, though? What if the apocalypse doesn't come for another 10 or 15 years? Is that gasoline still going to be good? Maybe one of our gas experts can chime in. Garner! This one came in on the uh, text machine a while ago. Garner, paranoid parents. A couple of Christmases ago, my dad gave my brother and I a substantial amount of actual silver. His reasoning, when the apocalypse comes, and according to him it will... Cash will be useless, but we'll be okay because we have silver. 
His motto, buy as much silver as you can carry and as much gold as you can afford. I'm pretty sure he read that somewhere, though, as he's not that bright. LOL, Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, Do you have paranoid parents? I do. My dad grew up and spent most of his life in the Navy. They have a very, very big fear of fire on ships. So he never trusted anything. Uh, And I grew up about my entire childhood. Every appliance that you plugged in got unplugged as soon as you were finished with it. Coffee pot, toaster, microwave, everything. (laughs) What about the fridge? Fridge stayed plugged in. For some reason, that was okay. Probably because it was heavy and hard to move. Same as the stove. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I can't believe the number of people, too, that... I thought this was just your parents doing that. Unplugging the router every night. Turning off the Wi-Fi. Because, like that one guy said, why do you need that running through you in the middle of the night? There are tons of people that say they turn their Wi-Fi off every single night. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. Today on the Garner Andrews Show, the show that stars you, we... uh, we make fun of our parents and their paranoia. As it turns out, though, it's not just your parents. Some of this has rubbed off on you. I cannot believe how many people turn off their Wi-Fi every night when they go to bed because they don't know what it's doing to their body. But yet you put that thing, you put that device in your pocket all day. You don't give that any thought, do you? I'm not questioning why you do it. I'm just sort of trying to understand your reasoning got this text too my dad shreds every piece of paper that has their address on it their phone number and address is still listed in the phone book though see that's funny to me uh go ahead sonic um i heard you talking about paranoid parents and i was gonna text in but then the list got a little bit too long so oh no how badly uh, how badly bent is your frame Oh, dear. Um, So my dad was the project manager of the Y2K crisis for Epcot in the late 90s. So he, his job was to be paranoid about it. So he had like two months worth of food like packed away and we had very strict instructions for where we could and could not be for that evening. And uh, uh, he was really close to buying a generator because he thought maybe the power would go down but what he okay hang on a second i thought the y2k preppers i thought their number one thing was a generator followed closely by water well we did have a bunch of water all set to go um and and he hemmed and hawed about the generator he's also very frugal so decided against it Mm. you know who's not frugal the apocalypse um yeah he also won't he wouldn't allow me and my siblings to fly on the same plane because he was afraid it would crash. Just on just on Y2K or any time? Forever, ever. Like he, and still, he gets really nervous when we book flights together. Um, oh, it's, well, if you think about it, the president and the vice president never fly on the same plane. I'm sure that Mark Zuckerberg and his right-hand man or woman, they don't fly on the same plane. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I think you're kind of... Almost doubling your chances, though, that you're going to lose one. So, <laughs> why would you and your <laughs> I mean, sister like, fly on the same like plane? Like more that on the on the list. How disappointed was your dad when the the ball dropped in Times <laughs> Square and nothing happened? You know what? I think he, 
he might have been a little bit. I think he probably was like he really loved the crisis, so he yeah. I think was a little bit a little disheartened. But you know, he he it was his job. Like he he yeah. was up all night at the at Epcor with them, making sure there wasn't any issues, and and so they they actually did prepare for it because they didn't know. So so for the next two months, you had to eat all that crappy food, didn't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think our bigger risk was botulism. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is really bizarre when you stop and think, Y2K is already 18 years ago. So there are adults walking around right now that have no idea about that sense of impending doom that was in the air on New Year's Eve in 1999. And a lot. I, I know a lot of that was just sort of a frenzy manufactured by media but it did take off i mean we all thought planes were going to be falling out of the sky economies collapsing entire cities and nations getting blown off the grid but really there was nothing nothing happened at, just just a lot of people drinking stale water and eating stale food and standing in line for hours to return a generator that they never used wasn't there, I think, too, people were buying generators left and right, and I'm sure that stores were hanging up signs saying that generators were non-returnable. Does anyone remember that? Do you still have your Y2K generator? Is it still in the box over by the furnace? Garner! Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, March 28th, and this is What's Up. Very scary scene last night as Matthew Good collapsed on stage about three and a half songs into his set at the Jubilee Auditorium here in town. His band and security had to carry him off stage. He's been battling pneumonia lately and his Twitter was updated saying that he was taken to hospital as a precaution. So let's hope for a speedy recovery for Matt Good. Sonic! Portugal the Man are going to receive a very high honor. They're set to receive the Vanguard Award by the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers. This award is given to artists that are shaping the future of American music. Past winners of this award include Arcade Fire, Nine Inch Nails, The Killers, Beck, and even the Beastie Boys. Sonic! And Mike Shinoda continues to work on a solo album away from Linkin Park. He recently announced another solo show. It's going to be in L.A. in May. And now he's teasing some kind of release for tomorrow. The expectation is it's going to be a video for a new song, but only time will tell. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner. Today on the show, we've been talking about your paranoid parents. We did, I read a text early on the show today from a guy who said his parents live on a farm and his dad built a false wall in one of the barns and he built the false wall with reclaimed barn lumber so you can't even tell when you go inside, you can't even tell that it's a new wall. And behind that wall, he's stockpiling gasoline for the end of the world. The zombie uprising or whatever happens, he'll be the guy with all the gasoline and I said, well... Doesn't gas expire? Doesn't it go bad? And the gasoline experts, and I'm doing air quotes, say that uh, gas goes bad after six months, while some people say 10 years. So that's quite a bit of range. <laughs> what is it? Uh, this came in recently text-wise to Garn. It's funny you should be talking about paranoid parents. My dad bought a generator for Y2K. The funny thing is, he lived in a condo at the time. I don't know what his plan was, 
but he was going to be the guy in the condo running a generator. He sold it to my uncle, though, when Y2K came and went without even the slightest bump. Thank you for that. Uh, go ahead, Sonic. Hello. I was talking about your generator. I got one in the garage. Never used it. That you bought for Y2K? Yes, it's still in there. Now, did you not return it? Because a lot of stores around Y2K, they had a no return policy on generators. Yes, and I didn't even use it. Still sitting there, and I look at it and look at it like, when am I going to use this? Yeah? What, what kind is it? Oh, just a small one. It's a small generator. How, how, how much was it at the time? Oh, a couple hundred or a hundred. Yeah, uh, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. <laughs> I don't know if I'll use it. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> uh, okay. We're, now, were you, were you a little bit disappointed when things didn't go horribly wrong on Y2K? Like, it sounds well, to me like you're the kind of guy that was prepared for it. I had a trailer, I had food, I was the only one, and everybody goes, we're going to go to go see Dad, he's got everything, and then nothing happened. Yeah. And I was just like, nope. Did you? <laughs> just like, I said, oh, I'm ready, if it happens, I'm out of here, I got everything ready. But did you have a lot of food you had to get through, a lot of itchy band and that kind of stuff? A lot of food, I had gas, I had a truck, a trailer, everything's ready to go, and did you have uh, Did you have silver and gold in your pockets? Oh no! Oh, didn't have enough of that, but I had enough for to live and head to the mountains right away. Yeah. Do you still have your bug out bag packed? Like, if something happened, would you be ready to go? No, not anymore. I give up on that. Yeah, you put your underwear back in the drawer, that kind of thing, and <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just like nothing happens. You're just disappointed. Like, really. Hmm. Really, it's all the hype, and then everybody goes with it. Okay. Well, if you decide you want 20 bucks for that generator, get in touch. Okay, thank you. Bye. Okay. Uh, somebody said, my dad was so paranoid about house fires, we were not even allowed to bring candles into our home. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more.